Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to the Ace Relocation Nation. It is a brand new year, 2024, and I've got the heart and soul and the founder of Ace Relocation Systems, Anthony Johnson. What's up, brother? What's going on, man? Happy New Year, Dad. Happy New Year. 2024, what do you think? So far? Uh, so far, so good. I, I think we'll get into it a little later on, but, you know, we just got to learn to back up. And I think it'll be going a lot better, but we'll talk about that a little later. So, I got to ask you, when, you know, it's the 11th of January when we're recording this, when is the cutoff for the Greetings Happy New Year? What do you think? I would say January 1st at like 2 a.m. <laughs> That's a little harsh. I may get the the, the happy holidays you, you send out um, around Christmas should be... I feel it should count for New Year's, too. Just all-encompassing. Happy holidays. I don't think you're a Curb Your Enthusiasm fan. I'm, I'm not sure. But Larry David, who was one of the producers and writers of the Seinfeld show, is the star of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And he goes off uh, about New Year's. So, you know, you get three days. After that, stop it. And, you know, he's a, uh, he's a great character. Yeah, I like Larry David. I'm a fan of his. I ran into him one time just randomly. I'd turn around and there he is. He's not a very big person. He's frail uh, looking, but he's mm-hmm. a big, he's an avid golfer. Really? He has a great personality. Isn't this supposed to be the last year of Curb? They're bringing it back for the last season? Well, it's back. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be the last year. I know they took, there was like a seven or eight year hiatus on that show. Absolutely comic genius from that yes. group. It was very funny. I can't get enough of it. Uh, my, one of my favorite characters is, um, is, uh, Leon Black. What's that actor who plays him? Um, I've never seen her. I just know Larry David. So is he's, he's, is, oh, um, JB Smooth? JB Smooth. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Um, I, I, I should have said it the other way around, but I, I can only think of his character's name. Um, he is so funny and, um, it, it keeps, that that uh that fresh because it's stuff that white people cannot say and jb smooths can say it he can say it and, and make it funny <laughs> and he is funny he was a writer on um saturday night live yeah he's been a writer on a lot of stuff i i, I like i like jb smooth i've never ha- i haven't had the chance to see him in stand-up if he comes i will check him out we actually um Saw, I don't think I told you since we're on talking about comedians, we saw Dion Cole. Don't know if you're familiar with him, but he is hilarious. Day Dion Cole, mm-hmm. he is hilarious. He has a couple um specials on, on Netflix right now. He was, um, he's been in a ton of stuff. Um, and he was on the TV show Blackish. Um, but he is a funny comedian. Funny. I mean, one of those where I, I haven't seen him, but uh, I see that he is highly rated. Fifty-two years old. Mm-hmm. Conan O'Brien was a writer on Conan. Yeah, Conan, Conan's mm-hmm. pretty good. Conan is pretty good. Of, of the yeah. late night shows, I would say I like Conan probably the most. Yeah, I would say he's up there. I, I would definitely say he's up there. If it's even on anymore, I really don't stay up that late to watch I, TV. Nine thirty, I'm in bed. <laughs> Nine thirty, I'm in bed. We, we we had you out late last night. We we, we let you out of the house for the uh, CMSA uh, meeting, chapter meeting. The big one of the year. 
California Moving and Storage Association, San Diego chapter. So I wrote, I wrote in my notes, uh, and this is an acronym hell. This is like alphabet soup. It was the IAM and MSC talking about the GHC HSA at the CMSA, and they brought up the DAB. So in layman's terms, CMSA invited the International Association of Movers, the Moving and Storage Conference from the American Trucking Association, to talk about the global household goods contract administered by HomeSafe Alliance, and they promoted the domestic agent board. That's what all that means. Is it, did, did you pick up on that last night? I did. I didn't pick up on that, but I, I was sitting next to you, and I, I knew you would. Um, <laughs> with all those acronyms being thrown around, what did you learn yesterday that you didn't? What do you know today that you didn't know before going to that meeting? Okay, so I had heard this like a couple weeks ago, but it just baffled me. It is now a requirement in California that every uh, commercial vehicle has to have an electronic logging device as of January 1st, 2024. I didn't know that you could run around California without an ELD. Did you, Do you know, know who else it baffled? They talked about that last night. It baffled me too because I looked at you and said, it's been like eight years since we've been fully ELD, right? And you said, yes, it has. So again, just a testament to ACE, we're ahead of the curve. Yeah, I remember the whole process of going to ELDs. Everybody was kind of complaining about Big Brother watching, <laughs> if they only knew. And um, they wanted to stay on paper. But you remember Al, Sarah, old Al, um, old school, started driving in the 70s, Vietnam veteran. I don't want to go to paper. I don't, you know, guys like that were running two or three books when they're coming across country. He actually was the first person to come to me and said, I love it. I love the ELD. It helps me organize my day. And who wants to work more than 14 hours? Yeah. Kim Schneider fought it at first. And now he's great at it. Actually, Kim was here last week and he had a couple critiques on our pod. Uh, the last <laughs> one we did before Christmas. Yeah. We were talking. <laughs> did, he, did he talk to you too? Yeah. Yeah. But go ahead. I'm listening. Okay. He said, how do you have two guys who don't drive in snow and don't know how to drive in snow? Try to give us drivers critiques on driving in snow. <laughs> I said, well, Kim, thanks for telling that. We're going to have you on the next pod. And he quickly bowed out of that and said, oh, no, no, no. Kim doesn't do potting. Kim, <laughs> Kim, Kim does critiquing. Kim does critiquing, yeah. So it's like this. I mean, I don't know how to make lasagna, but I can certainly talk about it. You don't know how to make lasagna? I just eat it. I don't know. I know how to make reservations for Italian food. That's about oh. it. Goodness. Well, I mean, it would be, I don't know how to podcast either, but here I am. You have uh, sauce and um, lasagna noodles, and you want to throw some stuff in there like mushrooms and some ground beef or sausage. I mean, yeah, so you, you really you, don't you, know how to make lasagna because nobody really, calls I'd them be, lasagna noodles. They just, just noodles. They're lasagna noodles. You can't just put like spaghetti noodles in there. No <laughs> they have different types of noodles. Listen, I, but I can still talk about winter driving, right? You this can still true. remind this people, listen, you have to be, you have to be more prepared. You have to, you know, you, you have to, 
prep your your cab for it, right? What what if mm-hmm. you get stuck for a couple of days? You need food yeah. and water. You need to stay warm. You need to make sure that you have the right fuel in your tank. That you um, don't let the the diesel gel. Uh, don't go when it's icy. If it's icy and you, it's just better for you to wait it out. Carry chains. When it says carry chains, it doesn't mean you should be going when it's chain up law, but you got Oregon, Colorado, California. They mandate you carry chains. So I still go. Were we wrong? No, we weren't. and And I told him that I stuck up for the pod. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to go to bat for the pod. And I said, hey, man, just because we don't drive a snow doesn't mean we don't know how to or or can, you know, remind somebody of the things to do. That's all we were doing. And But we'll have you on next time. And Kim, <laughs> he, but he backed out. The two-hour two special with Kim Schneider? Oh, that would be great. We learned so much <laughs> about about guns and, and hunting and everything else. I mean, he has, <laughs> what, 2.5 million miles? This is a wealth, something like that. Oh yeah, no, he's yeah, this he's a been, wealth. He's of, been an Atlas driver yeah. since probably he's twenty years old, and he's Larry's age. Um, so yeah, that's that's many moons. It is. Um, yeah, he's throwback old school van operator, and uh, I mean he has seen it all. But he's actually listening to a podcast, which is which is great. The yeah, guy who didn't want to do ELD is now listening to a podcast. So an interesting group at CMSA last night, and um, I won't name names, but there was one character that that did get up and say the sky is falling when it comes to the uh, Clean Truck Act for California. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, you have to have inspections by January 31st, and nobody ever, you know, you, you just have to be registered by January 31st. Your truck has to be registered to come into California. John Huff, Dan Atchison, they've been busy registering for the last 60 days. If you haven't registered your vehicle yet and you're going to come into California in 2024, check in with John Huff. We'll get you registered. It's $30 a year to register a truck. You can't come in without it being registered. And in 2024, you will have to have it inspected. And it isn't a smoke test. It is an electronics test. So all this is going on, and we had one character that stood up. He said, I, I got a comment. The sky is falling. This has to be done now. I mean, he was no, absolutely but, wrong, but they let him go. They did, and it wasn't the sky is falling. It's like, oh, my God, it's falling, it's falling, it's falling. Call me, email me, it's falling. Right. I will help yeah, anybody in this room. I will help room. anybody in this room, yeah. And I appreciate the the, the fellowship that he has. I just like, just make sure you're right. and. Mm-hmm. It's my opinion that he was not. Now, I do appreciate, you know, so it's made up of other moving companies and a lot of suppliers, the CMSA. So we've got our competitors in the room, right? And, you know, going back to Godfather, it's like, you know, never tell anybody outside the family what you're thinking, right? Mm -hmm. But you keep your friends close and your enemies closer. So that's basically, I could have skipped three years of business school and just watched The Godfather. Because you, you never want to let anybody know what you're thinking. But other people come to those meetings and freely tell you what they're thinking. Yeah. You know what the one thing I don't like about those meetings? I like those meetings since we're all in the same field. But the vendors, which I like all of our vendors. But if you're talking to one packing supplier a little too long, another one looks over at you. 
Mm-hmm. It's like you're gonna look like it's you're like in je- high school je- again. Like they're jealous. Like you're jealous. Like, oh, are you gonna get a drink? Oh, let me buy it for you. Oh, let me buy it for you. Have open. It's like, guys, I'm I'm just here to learn more and fellowship and network. See, see what more business we can bring to Ace and what Ace could do for everybody in this room. And when the first vendor offers to buy you a drink, say, no, no, I'm not drinking. And the second one comes up, you say, yeah, man, I'll have a double. And watch how the first vendor's like, what? <laughs> see, you're just a troublemaker. I, well, I, I drank I drink water yesterday. I did too. I did too. Um, and, and actually feel much better about that because what, Max, you can have one. And, and and still be legal in a automobile, but mm-hmm. it, it is a it's a Wednesday night. I had a forty minute, thirty five minute commute home last night. wasn't really up for it, but I'm on this you know twenty twenty four diet, and I, I'm not gonna lie to you, I put the lbs on right around Thanksgiving, and I got to New Year's. I'm like, I gotta do what I did last year and drop some pounds. So mm-hmm. dropping alcohol out of my out of my diet during the week, especially, uh, I, I throw a couple back on Saturday night. I'm sure of that, but I didn't really. I'm, I'm kind of sticking to this points diet that I'm on, and and so it was really a no brainer last night. A lot of reasons yeah. not to, but you sit next to somebody who's having not I, not that we sat next to people, but you, you work the room, and there are people there that are throwing back. They are not on a diet, no, and they're not worried about the. The not, I'm not even gonna say yeah. They're not on a diet. They're not on a diet at all. So did um, I? That did um, we talked the other day, and you were gonna make a list of things that you would not like to see happen in 2024. I would just like to say I've, I've made a list of one thing. How long is your list? Um, really, just one. Actually, all right, go, two. All right, two. go, go. You first. Uh, number one is I would like, I would, I don't want to see preventable accidents. We all know accidents happen. They're always going to happen, but the ones we can prevent just sting so much more. That's the one thing I would want to leave in 2023. Can I comment on that? Yes, you can. It's the backing accidents. It's, it's yeah. Uh, in the yard, out of residence. I mean, those, we had like, uh. I don't know. It's not been a good week for us. Nothing serious. Um, although there was one this morning we can talk about, but the backing in the in the yard, especially with with the drivers and the helpers still sitting there, or we're at residence, we're backing up, and there's a car now parked behind the trailer. I mean, that walk wasn't around. there before. Yeah, I right, think walk Mike, around. I think Mike mentioned it in uh, the safety meeting yesterday. Five in the first ten days of the month. Yeah, that so, is unacceptable. So uh, it's it's not been a good start, and we're going to fix this. Everybody has got to take this to the next level. But what happened this morning, we were driving on a divided highway with stoplights. So it's on the East, East Coast Road. I'm not exactly sure where, but I saw the video from our SureCam. Doing the speed limit, obeying the law, going through a green light, and a a uh, four-wheel vehicle pulls out in front of our truck and um, got, got the video of the whole thing, which documents our speed. We're not doing anything illegal. Uh, could have been um, catastrophic. Mm-hmm. It Luckily, our van operator um, took evasive action and nicked the side of this vehicle. It was driven by a 19-year-old female. 
And um, I mean, I've got a 21-year-old daughter. I'm, I'd freak out if my daughter were in an accident. This, this young lady was clearly at fault, and our camera showed that. Uh, apparently, her father showed up to the accident scene, too, and was extremely excited, as I would be, too, right? I'm, mm-hmm. Any loved one that's in an accident with a truck, you're like, okay, what's going on here? But our sure cam immediately diffused the situation because we're like, we have video evidence that that car pulled out on a red light into a divided highway in in front of our vehicle that was traveling the speed limit. So those, these cameras are working. That's exactly what they're for because if we didn't have a camera, it's then about eyewitnesses and eyewitnesses yeah. can't be trusted. So this, um, Backing accidents are one of those things where they can be avoided. So let's just say we've had five or six so far this year. What was the number you'd thrown out? Five in the first 10 days. I think three of them were backing. Three of them were backing. So let's just say we really have two that were not necessarily <laughs> preventable. Our, our numbers would look a hell of a lot better. We're not off to a good January, but everybody, let's let's take this. This is a time of year where we're dealing with ice, snow, rain. Get out and look. <laughs> but you're always every day. There's new drivers out there. Twelve months out of the year, mm-hmm. just be careful and um, make sure your your event recorder is functioning because it is a that one's that one's definitely going to save us some serious time and money over the long haul. Because let's just say they decide to um, sue us. Yeah. Right. I mean, for what it was still their fault, but that's hard to prove without a video camera. Without, you know, talk about Big Brother watching. Big Brother is looking over our shoulder, protecting us in this situation. Well, that's what a Big Brother is supposed to do. Hey. Yes. So that was mine. I don't want to take what's yours. <laughs> you remember those introductions we did last night at the CMSA yes. meeting? It took about yes. 15 minutes, and that yes. meeting ran about 30 minutes too long. I think it I was would 45 say, minutes. Let's, but let's yep. just not do introductions anymore. That's it. I'm done. You know what's weird that you bring that up? We do introductions and we have our name tags. Except <laughs> <laughs> your name tag said, hello. <laughs> I caught that. Hey. <laughs> somebody's like, you're big time in this group. I'm like, yeah, kind of, but I just I just don't have a lot of... I'm a, I appreciate that people put their name on name tags because I've got a lousy memory, but know who I am. <laughs> that's big time in yeah. 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 It's okay. You run it. <laughs> so that's all you want to I mean, that's the only thing you want to leave in twenty twenty. I don't know. I I don't know. There's there's whining, right? I mean, the world is no nobody takes accountability. Everybody whines about everybody else. I'm kind of over the uh victim victimhood that everybody carries. Not everybody, but the world in large is carrying. I tag all the excuses. It's so it's so much it's so refreshing when somebody just is accountable to what they do. If you messed up, you messed up. Take accountability of it. Don't come up with an excuse because then it just it just labors on. This you know what? I was wrong. I messed up. Let's move forward. Let's leave well, that it, in twenty twenty three. Also, it, ta- it it drops everybody's defenses as soon as you as soon as you own the issue. And also allows the other party then to own their portion of the issue. Yep. And then not everybody does that, but um, you're married, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> and she listens. So <laughs> <laughs> that was Dan. <laughs> that so a, a good news resolution is to take be a leader and, and own your issues. Take responsibility. So yeah. at sixty two, you guys have uh, Girl Scout cookies coming up. Distribution of Girl Scout cookies. You haven't, you haven't dealt with uh, Girl Scout moms and dads yet. No, that's coming. Not, uh, not, What's not, the date not on down that? here? The twenty seventh of January, we will be releasing ninety cases, ninety pallets, a hundred and thirty seven thousand cases of cookies. I think it is something like that. I forget. It's just we have a lot of cookies. It's a lot of freaking cookies. Um, we did put your pile of thin mints to the side for you because we know you know you're a thin mint guy. Once you get off the diet, you drop the pounds. Um, <laughs> we we have your 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 four cases set aside. So you know, I actually gonna, have a I have a box of thin mints in the pantry from last February when I buy them. I have a rule when I'm out and I see. Um, Girl Scouts selling cookies. I always buy a box. That's, that's rule number one. Because um, I think it's just good karma, right? They're out there hustling, trying to raise money, which is, according to you, in the billions of dollars. But um, I, I, I own a box of Thin Mints, just one little box, and I haven't eaten it. So it's not like I'm obsessed about it. Can, can, can I tell you a quick story? About about how you you say you always buy them when you're out. You know when we were in junior high, me and CJ, and you know CJ very well. He's the reason I'm at Ace now. He he, him and Uncle Jerry brought me brought me to Ace. So really, CJ and Jerry are the founders of Ace. They're there you go. Okay. So you remember those guys, those kids who used to come door to door, knocking on your door, selling you candy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So me and CJ did that for a day. We were like. This is terrible. Like we're selling this candy for five dollars, and we're only getting a dollar off of the box, right? So we went to Costco, bought a whole bunch of candy, and instead of going door to door because people were telling us, "Oh, I would, but I don't have any money," we went to the bank, Wells Fargo on Center and um, you know <laughs> Tully and uh, White Road in Aborn. Saturday morning, right out there, we would be. You can't say you don't have any money. You're at the bank. We made a killing. We did that for probably about three months straight yeah, until the so security you, kicked us off. And I, I know you got tens and twenties in there, lady. You have to. You're the bankers right here. You can't say the stuff we were here. We got no money. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. How much? Four dollars at four dollars a box. So you were hypothesizing last night. This is a, uh, this is a big rake for the Girl Scouts. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I'm just saying. Because I did this for seven or eight years in Long Beach. This is a big project for us. We stored um, 100,000 cases. We did distribution on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday all over Los Angeles. We had rented trailers and we're doing counts and all this. And it's it's a big deal. But we were charging 50 cents a case. Mm Mm-hmm. But they had to ship it from Louisville. It came in in, in uh, rail containers, offload it, and then and then we'd store it for a month and distribute it. They were saying that uh, you know when we said we wanted fifty five cents a case, they were telling us pound sand. They didn't have it in it, 
after all, everybody got paid theirs, that uh, it was coming right out of the Girl Scout chapter's funds for whatever they do. I mean, I don't know what they do with the money camps and stuff. Um, illegal gambling, whatever they do, I don't care. It's not my business. But, you, you, you know, they were really very stingy about any increases that we, we had. They were just basically like, you just need to be more efficient. <laughs> Yeah, they 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 um, ran that with me. We're getting seventy five cents a case, and we're not delivering them; we're releasing them. Um, but that seventy five cents a case does take uh, inbounding them here, um, accepting them uh, off the truckloads, and then storing them for a month and a half, and then releasing them. So seventy five cents a you, case. You're accountable for inventory too. Right? We are. Or now, or just yes, we are by pallet. No, um, we're accountable for inventory, but we have them up in the air. So you'd have to be Spider-Man to actually get up there and grab some cookies. Yeah, just spend five bucks and buy a box from from the young ladies. Well, and, and I'm glad you brought up the five bucks from the young ladies because they tried to run the same thing on me that they did on you back then. And this may have been the case back then, but if I have 100 cases here and they're selling for 500, I mean, $5 a case, that's 500 grand. That's just in my little area of San Diego. This is a nationwide project. There is plenty of money for you guys to give me what I'm looking for, a case to store this stuff. You can't cry, I'm, bro. I'm sorry. What's your, good math, math. what's your math again? Five, 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 $5, $5 a case, a bo- $5 a box. A box. And I'm, I'm storing 100 cases here. All right. So, just so San $5 Diego. a box, 10, 10 boxes to a case. Oh, so my math is off. Because I was just counting five dollars a case, so yeah, my math is is, is off. It's way more than five hundred grand or four hundred grand. What I was saying, I was ballparking just for the, this area. It's like five million just for this area and cookies, Girl Scout cookies. All right. Well, the the, the manufacturer he has to be paid. You get the transportation to get them here. How did they, yeah. how did they get here? They got here in trucks, just like everything else in the country does. Where did they come from? Louisville or um, ours or came from L.A. <laughs> They might have came from Louisville, Little Debbie and um, Little ours, Brownie Bakers. Little Brownie Bakers, there you go. Yeah, they, well, they were in Louisville 20 some years ago. So, yeah, I mean, you got the transportation piece in there too. And, you know, we all know what the cost is to uh, to buy fuel and trailers and all insurance and all that, right? So it gets divided up. It's, it it's does. Not, it's like you sell a $40,000 COD and. Everybody thinks you're putting forty thousand dollars in your pocket. No, you've you're not. Got you get the booker, you've got mm-hmm. the van line, you get the salesperson, you've got the van operator, you've got whomever else, third party. You throw the APU there, on it. I get, I get it. You are a thousand percent correct, sir. But forty grand getting split up in a pie, and five million getting split up in a pie. Just in this—that's a big pot of lasagna. You could probably. Get some custom-made lasagna noodles for with that amount of money, sir. Oh well, I can get lasagna for like fifteen bucks. I, gotta, <laughs> I just want. I don't. I mean, I can't even eat it right now. I'm on a damn diet. They don't they have like a you know what I had today? Lasagna? Flavorless soup. Don't they, yeah, that's that's terrible. Don't they have? They should have like a low fat lasagna, like instead of I'm going ground I'm going beef or something like soup. that. Let's not talk about food. I'm getting Hold angry. On, I got a good joke. Instead of ground beef, you could put like tofu in it. Impossible lasagna. You ever thought about that? No, I don't think about no. impossible lasagna. <laughs> I'm trying to help you reach your goals, man. Don't get mad at me. 
Uh, well, when you talk about food and I can't have any, I get angry. I'm going through all my emotions right now. I'm sorry. I won't tell you that I, I had a sandwich today from our favorite sandwich spot. I won't even mention that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you take McHugh? I asked him if he wanted something. He said no. All right. I did. So what I got McHugh and and uh, and Dan Atchison are working on right now is a bearing inspection. We are um, going through our older trailers, like four years and older, and we're doing this methodically. We want to uh, make sure we don't have any bearing issues in 2024, but we're not doing everything right now. We're doing a cross section, trying to see where if we have problems. We did have a couple bearing issues in 2023. Oddly enough, one was a spread axle, one was a tandem, one was a 2017, one was a 2019. So I think a lot has to do with just how much pressure is put on by the driver, how much weight is on at the time, right? So what we're going to be doing when we get to February 15th inspections is we're going to be adding this bearing process onto our inspection cycle. So company-owned trailers that are of a certain age, of a certain design, to be determined are going to be, so we're going to have to allow more time for these trailer inspections. So it's just smart if we get them done sooner rather than later. We'll work on on, on the trailer transit stuff off to the side, but for our over-the-road trailers, that's what we're going to focus on. If you own a spread axle, and we've got about 10 in our fleet that are owner-operators, um, highly recommend uh, the tandems are, are looked at every three years. Not the tandems, the spread axles. The spread axles. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Um, one fire is too many. Yeah, it is. And and uh, friends of ours in the van line, um, other agents similar to us, had a bad stretch last year, and they're going through a full bearing uh, change out over at their shop. And they've got the same issues that we do. Basically, the age of trailers, about sim- similar volume, and um, s- similar problems with, you know, we've got 10 locations. We've got three or four really good shops that can handle our trailers that I trust and then we have everybody else. So it's it's a it's a big project for us to tackle in order to do it without a lot of waste. Yeah, and um 62 we are getting a new um vendor in here next week to um I'm going to meet with him along with Tanya mm-hmm. um to see about them uh bringing them on as our new mobile mechanic and our new vendor. Yeah, so Javier is no longer working he's around He's no there. longer working. Well, he's no longer with SoCal. Um, and then Velocity, that big truck rental place that's uh, right on Miramar, bought SoCal. And it's been about two months. We were promised a bigger fleet, more options, um, no price change. So sounded great, more mechanics, but just don't like the direction it's going in. So before um, we hit the panic button, let's, just, let's start looking at new vendors. Right. Or maybe meet with them and say, hey, you know, where are you really going? And I, I've had that meeting with him twice just because of the longstanding relationship and getting them the opportunity to say, oh, okay, when Javier was leaving me and you met that day and you said nothing was going to change, but things are changing and I'm not happy. So, <laughs> yeah, that's one. One, you can't find too many honest mechanics. 
and uh, I, I felt Javier would give us a straight shot, right? But mm-hmm. now, you've, now, now when he is not here in San Diego, and we were spoiled before that, we had Uncle Mike and his shop, Ace Repair and Maintenance, that we had the convenience of having right here. They looked after all this equipment, and um, and we're honest. So, I mean, we're really going the other direction, but we'll miss that. I could say that I think we feel pretty good about the shop we have in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I think we feel very good about the shop we have in Seattle. I think that you can get good work done in Orlando. I'm not sure about the others. I, it just probably depends on the mechanic. We've run stuff through Evansville and have had to redo it. And they have full-blown Kentucky trailer shop there. But I trust Fontana, you know, for if, if, if we need an inspection done, but they're very busy. And you, I think you got to set an appointment probably a week out just to get your bearings inspected in Fontana or Louisville. Yeah, who wants to go to Fontana? Well, you might be coming through Fontana. True, true. By me, but just to go, yuck. Fontucky? Yep. All right. So that's kind of the business end of today's podcast. I was wondering if you finished your list for the uh, fun portion of the podcast here. Who who are the four or five people you'd like to have on the podcast? Who you are going to invite in 2024 to be on our podcast? Cat Williams. Have you? Did you see the interview he did with Shannon Sharp? No. You got to watch that. He's a hilarious comedian, but that was a great, uh, a great interview. I would love to interview um, Jerry Rice. I would love to have a conversation with that man, just because the work ethic and 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 behind it, and just his story of his dad being a brick mason, and his hands got so good because he used to catch bricks. Just you know, Jerry Rice was not an overly fast football player, but he never got caught from behind. Game speed. <laughs> he was never quick. seen him tackle from behind. He was he quick. Was, uh, I mean, yeah. uh, the greatest of that era, for yeah. sure, and maybe ever. I don't know. I mean, who could you argue? Randy Moss? Mm-hmm. But Jerry Rice too. had the rings. Mm-hmm. He, he Did he make Joe Montana better? Did he make Steve Young better? You bet he did. Yeah. Okay. Good call. Yeah. yeah. I, I I know him. I don't know Cat Williams, but I know Jerry Rice. All right. Who else? That would be probably it. Oh, um, Joe Budden. You probably don't know him. He is a, uh, and I, I would say Joe Budden just because of our pod. They call him the pod father. He has Joe a- Joe uh, Budden? Are you yes. sure it's not? It's not Joe you, Biden. D- d- it's, not Joe Joe, Biden? it's not Joe okay. Biden. His name right. is Joe Budden. He was a rapper um, in the early 2000s and has since retired from rap. And now he has a podcast network. And um, he's known in the industry as the pod father. Okay. And I listened, me and my wife uh, got, we saw one of his live shows and he actually puts out a pod maybe four times a week. And I listen in the car. Uh, I'm a fan of his pod, but the fact that we do this, I would love to pick his brain on how he sees podcasting and, you know, advice on how to get better. Cause you know, the ultimate plan is to kick you off this and this just be like, well, just so you know, I, I, I had, See how well I listen? Yeah, now, I know. Now, now, now I heard you. That's fine. Listen, I could just ride off into the sunset. You would I miss know. me. You would I'm, miss me, though. Of course I would miss you. You are a great A-Mike. 
I've been here um, every day this week. Um, I'm being here tomorrow. I was only hanging out quite quite a bit. You might as well use me for stuff. I guess you got me coming in for cookies though. Yeah. Why do I, why I got to be there? Because the news is going to be here, and who's better in front of a camera than you? I mean, so well, actually, let's take that back. We'll use my face and your voice. Yeah, KUSI coming. <laughs> we'll, we'll do that. Um, deep, uh, uh, what do they call it? Deep fake. Or um, what are they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think you ought to be on camera there. I'm going to be working, helping Girl Scout cookies get their thin mints. Yeah, and, we got to talk uh, about well, that. Cookies. I don't know. I mean, that seems awfully early for me to be fussing yeah. around I on Saturday. Think, I, think, I think you should be here. Right, I we'll really think you should that. be here. Who, uh, who, who do you want to have on? All right. So I'm definitely inviting Tiffany Gomez. Uh, she's, she's definitely getting invited. She was the... Um, the American Airlines passenger who uh, went viral for for saying the um, oh oh okay yeah so apparently she's now got a huge presence on uh, social media and she's on everybody's podcast she's quite a character uh, she definitely had a bad day on the airplane though but uh, I also got Hunter Biden I've invited him on but he's not returning any calls um, somebody. I, I blew this years ago. I didn't put this on my uh, on my. Who would you have lunch with? Charles Barkley. I would really? definitely like Sir Charles. I'd I'd love to sit down with with Sir Charles and talk to him. I think he's one of the f- funniest former athletes ever. That show. That's one of the best shows on TV. The inside the uh, NBA with him and Shaq. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. and Kenny and Ernie and Ernie is just the best ever moderator in the way he, I mean, he's just a well-paid babysitter, but yeah, I, I'm a fan of his. Now, what would you think if I invited Joe Rogan on? Do you think if I have him on, he'd have me on his? Uh, why not? I mean, he's, he's a, he's a Renaissance man. I'm pretty sure he would have learned yeah. about movie. He talks about everything. I remember when he did uh fear factor. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, man. I remember when he had like Tyrone, in the late nineties. I remember when he had, do you remember the, the episode he had with Tyrone Biggums? Mm-hmm. Do you remember who Tyrone Biggums is? Let's let's oh, see. Oh yeah, totally. I'm done. Who was who was Tyrone Biggums there? What do you mean? Who was he? Everybody knows that. <laughs> Are you googling was, him right now? No, I'm not. But he was on Fear Factor. He was. Tyrone Biggums was Dave Chappelle, and it was when he had he was the crackhead when Dave Chappelle played a crackhead, and he had Joe Rogan on the Chappelle Show doing a fake <laughs> Fear Factor. <laughs> fear factor but no right. fear factor is great can i i don't like to lie to you i didn't know who Tyrone i know you was. didn't know who <laughs> um well you didn't know who tiffany gomez was i didn't and i didn't say i did but it's okay did I make else? you look bad no but i mean okay you know what i'm sorry Wait, no, I'm not sorry. You brag to these people about how you kick my ass in golf every other podcast, even though this isn't a golf podcast, so you make me look bad. So you could, I mean, you know, one time. And And you're a better golfer than I am. Your handicap says so. I just have the mental factors that um, allows me to rise up above superior athleticism (laughs) to make putts. Okay. Okay. And, you know, the day you made putts, it's the day you won. Okay. Okay. I got you. And, you know, you have this list. I'm, I'm wondering why you want to um, 
guess not to have list. Oh, well, I've heard enough from these three these three fools. Yeah, Gavin Newsom, Joe Biden, yeah. Donald Trump. All of them can go away. It's time for some new leadership. They and I don't want. I'm not having any of those three on my podcast. Do you think we should have like an age uh, limit in politics? Like when you hit 65, you should just be done. Or 68, I don't know what the number is, but at some point, okay. These, these, guys, get, get, these guys get so much power and they have so much juice that they, they keep it rolling forever. Do you, think, do you think that Joe Biden at 80 years old or 76 years old, or I don't care if 60 years old, he was a fool as a senator? True. But I, I think that when that you get all the juice, that guy was connected. But you get you have all this power, and you are up in years. So all you care about is self and your legacy, and you don't. You're running the country, but all you really care about is yourself. It's kind of like you you watch Yellowstone. You're a fan of Yellowstone, and when John became governor, and they were sitting in the car driving back, and he said, "Every decision this office makes is for the ranch." You know mm-hmm. what I mean? To, to keep mm-hmm. the and I think that's really how politics is. These guys get so far in age, they don't care about the rest of the country. It's, I'm going to use the power that I have and wield it for, the, for my best situation, my outcome, and my loved ones. Craig Morreale used to say, politicians are sociopaths. They're born liars, mm-hmm. and they're good at it, and they don't believe they're lying. And they don't care who it affects. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I would love to see term limits over age limits. Maybe there's some people there in their, in their later years that can provide, um, leadership, but that's not where we're getting. We're getting special interests. We're getting, I don't care if you got a good idea, you're going to be torn down until, until it goes away. So the American people, the taxpayers, uh, citizens of this country aren't being served by our politicians. So that's why Gavin Newsom, Joe Biden, Donald Trump not being invited on the podcast in 2024. I agree. I agree. All right. So it's unanimous. I think we'll close it up at, at, at that. A unanimous consent. Yep. We will um, We'll work on Cat Williams, Jerry Rice, and the Charles Barkley. Pod God. Yeah. And we got to get Hunter Biden to pick up the phone. Last year, I don't know if you remember, we had Chris Smith from Podtastic on, on the podcast. We had a podcast about podcasts because yes. that, that was before you were um, a regular because I think we had two people pull out at the last second and like, Chris, guess what? But Chris has his own podcast and uh, he hosts a lot of podcasts, so, but he ain't coming back on this year because we ain't going to have any cancellations. But we do thank him for all his technical support on Ace Relocation Nation. We thank the audience for listening all the way to the end. We appreciate it. Um, We're an above-average podcast. We're now getting um, record numbers of of downloads every podcast. We appreciate it. If you enjoy it, bring in a um, recommend us to a friend. If you don't enjoy it, just keep downloading it anyways. Makes me feel better. But um, if you have suggestions on. uh, on, on what we could cover on our next podcast. Reach out, let me know. Until then, Mr. Johnson, Mr. Smith, we're done. Have a good day. Happy New Year.